0: Welcome to the PVYA Orthodox Youth Podcast. We're here at St. Herman's Conference in Vineland, New Jersey. My name is Sasha Trubeskoy and I'm here with Ksenia, who is a engineering student at the University of Alabama in Birmingham, right? And what is your home parish, Ksenia?
1: So I go to a little Russian Orthodox church uh, 20 minutes away from uh, Birmingham, which is a big city in Alabama. And um, it's St. Nicholas, Russian Orthodox Church with the Moscow Patriarchy and it's a pretty old church mm-hmm. uh it was established over 150 years ago um so it's ma- mainly people who go there are old ladies and
0: mm-hmm. so there's less uh youth <laughs> oh there's at, at your al- parish we
1: have very we have a lot of little kids like one year old maybe like mm-hmm. five years old um and then My family and that's pretty much. Wow. And all the ladies. So,
0: so let's, yeah, what I wanted to talk to you about is, um, we're here at St. Herman's Conference, which supposedly has people from all across the East Coast, uh, but most people are from New York, New Jersey, you know, maybe some people from Pennsylvania. Uh, I myself am from Virginia, from the Washington DC area. We have some Floridians, not a lot of Alabamans, to be honest. Um. So I was just curious to learn more about, well, about your parish and maybe its history and the overall situation of what is it like to be Russian Orthodox in, I guess they call it the Deep South or a Southern state. So what's the history of your parish? Is it old?
1: Uh, Yes. As I said, it's uh, over 150 years old. And it was established by Slavic people who came Mm -hmm. over um, to the States. And back in those days... um, We had um, mines there and uh, Mm -hmm. people just came there and worked in coal mines. And Birmingham Birmingham in general is known um, for the uh, geographical location Mm -hmm. because it has all three resources for building, uh, for making steel. So that's how Birmingham actually became a city. So you need
0: coal, iron, and...
1: Um, There's this stone, I always forget the name. um, Oh,
0: okay. So it has all three resources, so coal and uh, iron and the third one that we forget. Yeah, right? stone
1: that you usually put the, um, make the cast out.
0: Oh, I see. So okay. that
1: it won't okay. like melt. Anyway, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, probably limestone or something. Okay, We can, we can research that <laughs> later. But I guess, so the city of Birmingham exists because of the, partly because of the coal industry there, right? And the Slavic workers were brought Steel in. Steel industry. Right, right, Uh, which uses the local resources. mm
1: -hmm. And so the the little town where um, the church is, is Mm -hmm. known for coal industry.
0: Okay, so it's a town outside of Birmingham.
1: Yeah, so Birmingham was established because there were cross-off railroads. Mm -hmm. And back in the days, railroads were a very important source, like way of transportation. And so because uh, there were all three resources, people made steel in there, and they were Mm -hmm. shipping it everywhere.
0: So, where, where were the... You said Slavic. I mean, were they Russian? Were they...
1: That's a complicated R-Rusin? question. I have no idea. You, uh, you don't know? We just refer to them as Slavic people. Huh. So, it could be from... Uh,
0: Polish. I mean, mm-hmm. well, Polish people are usually Roman Catholic, but there were some, I guess, some Orthodox. I don't know.
1: Yeah, so it could be anything, literally. And so... Um, are any yes. of the
0: descendants of the Slavic people still living in the area?
1: Yes, those old ladies um, oh, and old men too, they yeah. are, like, des- they are descended from those people who actually built mm-hmm. the church. There is a very old cemetery that we use, and, mm. like, they have relatives there, like, I don't know for how many generations. Are,
0: are there a lot of Russians in, in the Birmingham area? Um,
1: yes, there are, there are Russians, but they are not Orthodox. Okay. Um yeah. they might consider themselves Christians, but they don't really go to church. Sure. And um it happened that way that we only interact with a couple of families.
0: I know that historically uh Slavic immigration to the United States um in the 19th century was a lot of it was from Ruthenia or the Rusin area, not so much from I guess the, the core of the Russian empire so to speak um, at mm-hmm. least among the orthodox there was obviously Russian Jewish as well mm-hmm. but it's it's very fascinating that they ended up all the way in Alabama which is not uh, maybe the typical destination that you think of for for Russian or Slavic yes but immigrants. keep in mind
1: back in the days it was a epicenter of people mm-hmm. getting jobs and mm, it's I like see. you want to be there it's like I don't know California right now mm. for uh programist and
0: yeah, so it was it was the place to be. So okay, so you're right. Right now I think Birmingham. I'm sure it has, you know, it, it maybe I know it has a university and probably it's a medium-sized city, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but back then it was kind of a boom town, I guess, yeah. industrial.
1: Mm-hmm. Birmingham is getting back up because of the mm-hmm. medical center? Oh. Um, it's it's a it's a good medical center. It's not the best, but uh, they have some really good doctors. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so back in the days it was a big big place. And
0: do you remember or do you know how your church ended up under the jurisdiction of uh, ROCOR, the Russian Church abroad?
1: So it's actually never been in ROCOR. Oh. Uh, it's. Uh,
0: or you said Moscow Patriarchate. Yes, Moscow. Mat- okay, so it's Moscow directly Patriarchy. under Moscow.
1: Yes. Oh yes. wow. I think it's back in the days when um, everything was under Russian Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. One one of the theory that I have is that they didn't even they, maybe they send the paperwork to become. Or, Rokor mm-hmm. or something, uh, but it got lost or, you know, <laughs> wow. how everything so, is Okay, done. <laughs> so it was,
0: well, because a lot of the churches that are directly under Moscow, it's more of a recent phenomenon. Um, but it, it makes it sound like, you know, you make it sound like it's something that is almost left over from the Russian Empire and people just forgot, right? Or mm-hmm. the paperwork to put them in Rokor was just never formalized or something. Yeah, or...
1: that's one idea. Yeah. Um, the other one is just, I think that's more more um like more plausible whatever Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah, so they decided to become moscow patriarchy because um
0: you mean decided relatively recently
1: no no um or a hundred years ago like whenever there was a split between Rokor and moscow patriarchy they decided to Uh, stay with the oh okay instead of changing was that the
0: 1920s i believe or something or
1: um i don't remember exact date but it was about 100 years ago so
0: <laughs> it's very complicated but it sounds like the the history of this church is almost a little bit of a mystery to some people right? yes yes yeah. to me definitely because <laughs> yeah.
1: we have we have like we don't really talk about it a lot sure yeah. um we do have like festivals that we oh, participate yeah. but unfortunately i'm usually involved in like doing something with the food, or mm-hmm. uh, performing, or something like this, and... Not our, the historical our, aspect. No, our priest yeah. and our reader, they do, like, tours in the church, and mm-hmm. they like, talk about it, but I never get a chance to, like, go and actually listen. And...
0: Do you feel like you face any special challenges being Russian Orthodox... First of all, being Orthodox in a place that, I guess, is mostly Protestant, right? Uh, in Alabama, mm-hmm. but also specifically being Russian Orthodox.
1: So usually it comes the other way around. Usually okay. people learn I'm Russian. Sure. And only then if they're kind of like interested in religion, they're mm-hmm. going to ask, what church do you go to? Because they usually want to me to go to their church. Mm. And I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, they're trying, to, they're trying to yeah. convert you to their yeah. church. Yeah. And so I'm like, no, I'm Orthodox. And it's like, oh, Orthodox? Like Greek Orthodox? Like, no, no, Russian Orthodox. Like, oh, okay. And then mm. usually the conversation dies unless it's like Catholic people or Greek Orthodox people.
0: Okay, so what happens for the Catholics?
1: Catholics, they kind of like start talking about differences between <laughs> yeah. churches. And like yeah. yeah, like asking questions. I have a really mm-hmm. good friend of mine who's like, their his family is always loves to ask me questions about okay so how many times of like a year do you fast what do you usually do for fasting i was like we have four fasts So, like what four fasts how do you do that
0: <laughs> well so. not only that right we've got <laughs> and then you got that's not
1: it we have th- wednesday and 50% we have percent <laughs> of, of
0: our year is actually fasting if i remember yeah. correctly and i think a lot of catholics are i have a similar experience talking to roman catholics and i think a lot of it is because I guess not all Roman Catholics are uh, on board with the current Pope and his, you know, things like that. Especially in the South. The way the church, oh yeah, interesting. So is traditional Catholicism a big force down there?
1: Yes, exactly. Like they're they're very traditional there. Mm -hmm. Um, So you will not see any clowns dream yeah. services yeah.
0: <laughs> interesting so people are very curious and then I guess you mentioned the Greeks right yeah you, yes. you, you talked to Greek Greeks,
1: Orthodox uh, not much not much. I just okay. saw like just sure. more interaction but um, I don't know we all are hopefully like,
0: friendly right I mean yes
1: okay. no 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 yeah. very friendly yeah. so uh, we also have an um, OCA church um and so last year during the uh, Feast of Orthodoxy they mm-hmm. organized a maleven um, and they invited all the Orthodox like parishes, including Greeks. Oh, so we in the wow. south have very close relationship with everybody, like with all Orthodox people. Like we're one little family.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, we just like we treat everybody nicely. We and they treat us nicely. Mm-hmm. We go to each other food festivals, and it's a huge thing. Like um, especially like among. In the South, like, food festivals is the best way to promote yeah, the church. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, or, or, I mean, the Greeks are very famous yes, for yes. having very successful yes. food festivals, yeah. Uh-huh. But you guys have one as well, right? Yes, Slavic. our
1: used to be also very success- successful, but uh, we had, last year and the year before, we had a lot mm-hmm. of people dying. From, um, from, from COVID. From being old. Oh, just okay. Yes, Elderly. we had one person who died from COVID, but that's sure, it. sure. Just so, in general, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and uh, this year we actually tried to do something similar. Mm-hmm. It was like a little bakery sale, mm-hmm. but since we don't have a lot of people and there's not a lot of newcomers, mm. um, it like it wasn't anything close to what capacity it used to be. So, which is yeah. a little upsetting, but at the same time, it is
0: unfortunate. So- yeah, I guess that's one of the the pitfalls of a parish that maybe become so comfortable and so closed off that they forget to include new people who can you know carry on the work i guess Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so well it so it sounds like um it sounds like there's not as much kind of pressure or adverse interactions with people um because of either russian or orthodox background i guess it is funny to hear that a lot of people try to bring you into their church i think a lot of uh you know kind of the evangelical types of christianity are very big on evangelizing so it makes sense i've been asked a few times myself um i guess i mean i live in virginia technically it is a southern state but i think alabama having been to both places alabama is very different um or very much you know its own thing
1: And it's interesting that like southern hospitality is not just like how they like what we think about it's like mm-hmm. being nice they're like also very respectful to each other yeah,
0: they are yeah so
1: like if you yeah. like i never had anybody judging my faith had mm-hmm. never anybody judging my race or mm-hmm. judging my um
0: your origin my your background. origin yes yeah. they do
1: say stupid comments sometimes <laughs> okay like what um like, do you drink vodka all the time? Like, well, I would okay. be in a class having my water bottle with me, and it's like somebody's like, "Oh, is it vodka, Xenia?" So I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> it's one, one of those things like, that's okay. like
0: it's funny like once or twice, but yeah, then it just gets like, an old. <laughs>
1: yeah, and it's like, do you have you like you're from Moscow? Okay, so have you seen uh, bears riding unicycles like yeah. in circus? Yeah. Are
0: you friends with Putin or something?
1: Oh yeah, He's like, Do you know Putin? And I was like, do you
0: know Putin? Yeah. Like,
1: do you know? I don't know Trump <laughs> or Biden. Whatever. Biden. Yeah, yeah. That's. <laughs>
0: Well, I, I think, okay, I think those things are pretty, I don't know, pretty it, universal it, yes, for Russian-Americans. So yeah. um, interesting. Well, I know that in the South, um, maybe not necessarily Alabama, I heard specifically about Georgia, South Carolina, that Orthodoxy is, <laughs> Orthodoxy is becoming, I guess, increasingly popular. I don't know, a lot of people are kind of joining Orthodox churches there. I don't know specifically whether they're OCA churches or Russian ROCOR churches, but Do you see that in Alabama as well?
1: Actually, the past two years, we had some newcomers, and they came from, Hmm. interestingly, Catholicism.
0: Okay, that makes sense, based on what we talked about earlier.
1: Yes, and it's just, yes, I think there is this trend recently, um, but not a lot of people stay in like specifically our church. People come and they usually get introduced to Russian Orthodoxy or Orthodoxy in general Mm -hmm. in our church. Mm -hmm. But then they usually go, we have a little mission um, a little bit north from where my church is Mm. and it's Rokor mission. Um, And they're currently trying to build like something close to monastery. It's in in Mm. a town um, that has um, I think one or two Catholic monasteries in oh two so catholic like,
0: monasteries in a in an alabama i think it's, town. I think it's
1: one uh, but it's like well even even one is a big deal d- two different like i don't know types of, or not ties but like uh, two different i don't know like subdivision or something okay sure i'm not yeah. really familiar in like how well me neither <laughs> well it's no yeah it's,
0: it's it's interesting i mean yeah it's but definitely. it's like a huge
1: concentration of catholic nuns mm-hmm. uh there and so they're trying to um build some like orthodox Community there and
0: This is all in the Birmingham area, just a different It's like two town. hours away. From, oh okay, I guess that's a little Birmingham. that's that's farther, a little out. farther yeah. Do you know what the town is called by any chance? For anyone who might be Coleman? from Alabama? Coleman. Coleman. hmm Okay. I guess it must be a very small town. So okay, so there's this and so you're saying that the people that the newcomers to your church, they get acquainted but then for whatever reason they maybe they end up going to a different church?
1: Yes. Yes, usually maybe o-
0: the OCA one. Have you ever visited the? OCA I've been Church?
1: to OCA so um, last last uh, Greenland mm-hmm. uh, because we're a small parish and our priest doesn't get paid. Our priest has to work, right? And so we're lucky to have Sunday services every Sunday, yeah. but uh, sometimes we don't even get the uh, like the vigils. Yeah. So, yeah, we
0: have a similar situation in the D.C. area with mm-hmm. uh, St. John's and St. Herman's Church, which is about an hour from St. John's. And uh, there are people who go to St. Herman's for on Sunday for liturgy, but they oftentimes don't have vigils. And so people go to the other church for mm-hmm. vigils. So.
1: so yeah, but during the Great Lent, yeah, our so calendars went- match... Oh, oh, and that's right. So, that's right. And that's so right. I can go yes. anywhere. And so I went to the several times to the uh, Bratislava liturgy, mm-hmm. um, and it's great. It's mm-hmm. such a blessing, to be honest, to see other Orthodox people uh, yeah. venerating the same way you do. Yeah, and they have the most beautiful choir. Um, oh nice! It's a Saint Simon American Orthodox Church, and I think mm-hmm. they they even recorded albums of their choir. But anyway, oh, they're they're very nice.
0: And it's it is mostly um, in terms of ethnic background. It's just everyone, Americans, everyone, everyone, really. and
1: Russians and Ukrainians. They have a lot of Ukrainians, mm-hmm. um, Americans, Romanian, uh, Serbian, yeah, just
0: the whole Greeks, the whole mix. Even Greeks, wow, yeah. interesting. So, it's truly an American church. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> every nation is included. Yeah, that's really interesting.
1: So, and they have a very active um, parish, I would say.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure, especially probably lately. I just feel like so many, I mean, I- even if it's like if even relatively less active, ethnically Russian parishes are getting random people coming in, then, mm-hmm. you know, uh, imagine. From an american standpoint i mean what the what the american churches are getting right <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah
1: interestingly so in the south people like the, they love their religion mm-hmm. so they, they get they like they love being comfortable so once mm. they find the religion like protestantism or methodism yeah. methodist they just stay there they're not mm. looking for anything
0: Okay, so obviously, in terms of other characteristics, we all know there's a lot of differences between a state like Alabama versus some place like New Jersey or upstate New York. So, what other ways? I mean, how else do you think that reflects in your experience as a Russian Orthodox Christian uh, in in Alabama?
1: So, first of all, is you guys let's say if compare some northern state and yeah. Alabama, you could just say
0: the Northeast. I think there's a lot of okay, yeah. People- so.
1: Usually, that area is more populated, and you have more um, like bigger cities. Mm-hmm. And those bigger cities usually have much more people, duh, and yeah. usually more churches. And so, uh, it's just you can find more Orthodox people um, versus like in yeah. the south. Like I, I lived there for seven years, mm-hmm. and only um, I only know so little Orthodox people, and they're yeah. all like know each other in my, our little community yeah. and it's just we don't have a lot of events going on there uh so like this is my first year at st herman's uh conference and i only heard it because my friend told me about it mm-hmm. and it's like we don't have a lot of going on yeah. and it's I. so I russian
0: orthodox life you can say is much smaller
1: it's almost non-existent, non-existent. it's non-existent yeah. it's like what yeah. you create you receive basically mm. Yeah. Well um, yeah. there is nobody else that will do something for you. You have right. to um, actually come up with all the activities and like try to get people together and do something.
0: I guess on the flip side, it does make you personally good maybe at some of the skills and things that other people take for granted.
1: Yes. So, you know, every time I come to like bigger events where there are a lot of orth- Orthodox yeah. people... I usually cry a lot just because of the mm-hmm. joy to see wow. people seen, having see. same beliefs that you are, and that you have to ex- don't have to explain <laughs> that you are not Catholic. Yeah. You're, like you're Orthodox, yeah. and Orthodox is like the true faith. Mm-hmm. Like historically, mm-hmm. um, you don't have to explain why you have to fast four times. You don't have to explain why you have to wear a like a platók. Mm-hmm. Like, like a, a
0: headscarf. Yeah, yeah, it's just like so the isolation factor is is pretty significant it is i think especially for young people i mean we're trying to make connections we're trying to you know make friends but also maybe find like a spouse like all these factors and things is just harder when there's less people right
1: yes exactly it's marriages is specifically very hard because usually you like all of the stories in the south Mm -hmm. it's orthodox like our priest he has Mm -hmm. two kids Mm -hmm. and or even our priest he was a uh i think he was baptist before and then mm-hmm. he met our Matushka who is the daughter Matushka Matushka Bridget. Mm-hmm. And she is the daughter of a priest, um, Father Benedict. Yeah. And that's how our, like Father Paul, who wasn't the Father Paul at that time, right. he was like a football player and she was a cheerleader. <laughs> like classic story. He oh, fell wow. in love with her. Literally he, was a football Yes. Yeah. Yes. And he uh, he just fell in love with the Orthodoxy as well and he converted yeah. wow. and he became priest later. Um, that's
0: it's such an interesting twist, because yeah. like you said, it's like the cliché, but it's like this time the cheerleader is actually Orthodox, <laughs> and now he is a priest. Yes. Yeah. yeah, the football player has become a priest. Interesting. Yeah.
1: So interesting. that's all of those, like, the South is full of those stories where, like, yeah. you have one Orthodox person, and then the other person falls in love with that person, mm-hmm. and is willing to accept everything, including the faith. And, you know, becoming an Orthodox is not the easiest Decision is not yeah, an easy thing to do. It's a major commitment. Yeah, so it's like, it tells a lot about the personality of people in the South. They're genuine and that's true. they really, really know how to love their neighbor.
0: And, and I mean, especially based on the fact that Father Paul became a priest, it wasn't just him saying, oh yeah, whatever, I'll just do whatever you're doing, right? Yes, exactly. He, he took it seriously. I mean, probably more seriously than actually most people take it. But, yes. I mean, that's, that's a real testament. I think the story of family members, especially husbands and wives, and I guess mothers too, pulling people in and converting people, it reminds me of like the Roman Empire, you know, like how Christianity originally spread. Yes. It's, yes. it's a very familiar story. So
1: Yes, like people see you. And that's actually like we have, as I said, we have a lot of, in our parish, a lot of Catholic people who converted mm-hmm. uh, to orthodoxy and they usually come to our church like, I feel like I'm at home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I think like, that's a huge um, factor that shows that, like, we're the real faith. Yeah. And it's a big question in the South because there's so many different. Yeah, the South is much
0: more religious than other parts of the United States, and that's why your experience in Alabama might be different from from other places. Yes, where, but
1: it's also very um, like, like there are so many different uh, parts, of denominations of Protestant denominations, and all of that. Yeah. So it's yeah. Even though they're Christians, sometimes you just talk to them. It's like. That is, that is completely wrong. And I don't know how to explain it <laughs> yeah. to you because I don't want to make you feel bad.
0: Well, uh, so I touched on this in a in my episode with Luke. Um, for Especially for Protestants, sometimes it's difficult for us Orthodox to explain because the way their, I guess, their culture is based and the way they understand the faith and the Bible is much more rational based. And so for them, yes. they need a very... Almost like a scientific style explanation, which for Russian people is not the most natural way of going about it. Right. So it's it can be difficult. Um, And I mean, for me personally, I never try to, you know, I I don't get into debates or explanations or things like that with. uh, Well, even honestly, with with any other religion. it's (laughs) I think that the Orthodox way is just to exist and then people sort of come and they're they're like, wow, what is this, right? And yes, then, I yes. mean, just like your church, right? And yes, then they, yes. they're curious and they come in.
1: And it was a challenge for me too, because mm-hmm. I grew up in Orthodox community in Russia. Yeah, yeah. And coming to a world of full of different Christianities, it's like, whoa, all of, all of those people are going to hell or something? It's But very like, they're shocking. good people, like, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> so it definitely yeah. made me like, try to learn a little bit more about That's my That's a question faith. for a priest, right? Yes. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's it's definitely challenging to be mm-hmm. an Orthodox Christian in the South. Uh, but there's also a lot of joy when you go and see other people who are Orthodox. So, it's I consider it a blessing because it showed me, being in the South, mm-hmm. uh, it showed me how wonderful my faith is. Because when you live among Orthodox people, you sometimes take things for granted. And yeah, it just gave me an opportunity to practice my faith and my my Orthodox beliefs. So...
0: What a great conclusion! Thank you, Xenia, for sharing your experience.
1: Been a pleasure.